Welcome back to the Golf Shop. Mark Greenhouse, Liberty Bill. This segment's brought to you by GolfNickers.com. You'll love the options, men's, ladies, youth. You get it all at GolfNickers.com. We can't guarantee better scores, but we can guarantee you'll look and feel better. GolfNickers.com. Joining us now, he is the most decorated male skier in U.S. Uh, ski team history, as well as a Revo brand ambassador. Mr. Bodie Miller joins us. Bodie, welcome into the Golf Shop. Thank you. Man, how's it going these days? Uh, you know, the, the with the skiing, and uh, do you still get out there occasionally and uh, and light it up? Yeah, we've actually been. We're up in Montana in Big Sky, and we've been skiing a fair bit. Got a couple runs in today with some new snow, and um, the kids are are getting into it. So we've spent quite a bit of time on the hill already this year. Yeah, you know, and uh, obviously, uh, how's the body wear and tear? I mean, as you get older, I know I, I was a hockey player, and I played, uh, I'm 50 years old now. I probably played till uh, I was about 48 years old, and uh, some, of the, some of the bones don't appreciate that, and some of the joints don't appreciate it. How's the, uh, how are the knees and everything holding up? It's been surprisingly good for me. Um, you know, I have a little lower back pain that's kind of, I think, just, some of the same stuff you're talking about just wear and tear over a long career but in general I'm, I'm really happy with how I came out of it considering uh the abuse that I took yeah well I always had a philosophy when I skied because uh, you know I grew up in Massachusetts I've spent some time in New Hampshire and Vermont and Maine and skiing some of the great places up there but I always had a philosophy that the faster I got down the mountain the less time I had to get hurt so uh <laughs> how, how's that sound for a philosophy I'm not sure it holds up, but it's not far <laughs> off what I did too, so I can't really argue too hard against it. Yeah, I mean that was the whole key to the to to uh, you know winning medals and stuff was to try and get down there as fast as you could and 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 uh, try and stay upright. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. Yeah, I wasn't wasn't totally successful in uh, staying on my feet, but you're you're generally correct. Uh you know. So do you, do you ever get to play any golf? I mean, how is uh, is there a golf game involved in this? Um, I mean, I do. I used to play more down in Southern California a bit, but we have a, a bunch of kids, so that doesn't really work that well. Um, you know, my wife's great about it, but I don't, it's still, it's a long time. Golf takes a while. So in that sense, it's uh, not a good, not a good activity when you have seven kids. Oh, no, no, I have one and uh, he's four years old and We've whacked a few wiffle balls around here and there, so I can't imagine trying to control seven. I mean, that's two groups. <laughs> yeah, no, it's <laughs> there's no control. Control is uh is gone a long time ago. It's more <laughs> just try to manage them, herd them around a little bit. All right. So as we talk about uh, the Revo brand and the and the glasses, I, I know out on the site that there's a whole uh, Bodie Miller's picks which include a couple of uh, looks like uh, skiing goggles and then some other sunglasses. Uh, how'd you get involved with Revo? Um, it is an older relationship actually. And I've always had, um, you know, sunglass goggle sponsors throughout my career. And it, it ended up being a pretty important relationship just because visibility and skiing is often compromised one way or another and having really good goggles and, and stuff is, was really important. So, um, you know, I ended up getting pretty involved with a bunch of those companies and always liked Revo. You know, there's only a couple of the classic old companies that were really, you know, super quality based and, and Revo is really the only one that was American based. And so when um, my previous relationships kind of ended, 
I, I connected with Cliff through some friends and, and um, we basically, you know, he has a great philosophy about philanthropy and, and just quality and, and all, all the sort of, we align on a lot of stuff. So we, it was pretty easy to, to strike up a deal and it's been, it's been great. And it was, it was kind of, you know, it's, it's new. It was just this past, this past year. So we're, we're now working into what the product line is going to be and any, any contributions I can make to technology and design. And, and uh, next year will kind of be a more robust launch um, of stuff. But this year I'm really psyched with the way everything turned out with what we, uh, what we did decide to launch. Yeah. I mean, from a skiing perspective, I mean, you guys, especially in the downhill are, you know, going pretty dang fast. And I imagine visibility and, and and is obviously key, but it's more to that. It's probably the cleanness of the view and what you can actually see and what you're looking for and how well you can see it. So, I mean, there has to be some kind of good contrast there, right? Yeah, and it's not just, honestly, racing. It's, it's recreational skiing as well. I mean, everybody who skis, you know, even even <laughs> basically just recreationally has gone out on days where the visibility is, marginal right overcast or snow or flat light and and it changes the way you ski i mean you you really it's it's really difficult to to ski and have confidence if if the visibility is not good and and a good a good lens and um you know really good technology which obviously revo is is a you know a world leader in in that um makes a huge difference and it really can it's it's a big safety improvement it's also just enjoyment and broadens the range of days where you can go out there and have a great day so what you're telling me is when I fall down skiing next time, I can blame it on my glasses and my goggles, right? You would not be the first person to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I probably uh, haven't been skiing in about 12 years. I mean, living here in the Carolinas, you have to go, for me, pretty far to get some decent mountains. I mean, you can go into the mountains of North Carolina. There's some small mountains. But, uh, you know, growing up in the Northeast, it, you know, to, to, to go on some of these smaller mountains where it takes you uh, more time to get up than down is a little frustrating to me. Uh, you know, I was always of the opinion that you, you take a quick ride up and then it takes you forever to get down. That's how I like to ski. But what, what has kind of been the, the, the development in, in technology probably in the last 10 or 12 years since probably the last time I skied? Yeah, I mean, it, it's been strange. I mean, skiing's a pretty flat sport in general. There's there's been you know, a rocker and early rides and everyone's gravitating towards wider skis. Although if you're an East coast skier um, and you follow that trend, you're going to pay for it because the wider skis just don't grip on the new England ice very well. Um, and I, I assume you get some of that down in North Carolina, oh, but yeah. um, you know, it hasn't, hasn't honestly really been that much. That's one of the things that I, um, you know, I've sort of taken on as a responsibility and, and part of my sort of legacy is just to kind of help move that forward. I think, there's a lot of great people in the ski industry and the, the, you know, the companies want to do well. They just, the margins are thin and, you know, right now COVID's hitting us hard. I mean, there's a lot of companies that are going to be struggling because of inventory and the selling season last year kind of getting, getting chopped off. So there's, there's a lot of internal struggles, but that's my intention is to, to sort of upgrade binding boot, um, you know, plate systems and, and skis and, reduce costs but increase quality which is you know that's a it's a tough challenge it's not easy to do it's why they haven't done it before but it is doable with some some creativity and some manufacturing changes and uh you know besides that helmets have come a long way i mean it used to be that you know you were like oh it's that guy some kind of speed racer he's wearing a helmet now everybody wears helmets which was really common sense when you came, when it came down to it it's a incredibly dangerous sport and even if you're just a beginner, you can find yourself going way too fast down a hill. So 
to not wear a helmet seems insane to me now, but we all grew up um, without helmets. So that's a huge part of it. And then obviously goggles, visibility, the lenses have gotten much better. The quality of them and, and uh, the way they fit with the helmets is, is uh, a bunch better, you know, really a lot's moved forward. It's just kind of in the hardware space is where things are kind of stagnant. Bodie Miller with us on the golf shop radio show network. Bodie, I've got a random question here for you. If there was a Hollywood actor that could portray you in a movie about Bodie Miller, is there a certain actor you would want to play you or you think that would be good playing you? Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously I'd love some super good looking badass, like, you know, <laughs> uh, Channing Tatum or, or, uh, or Chris Hemsworth or one of those guys. But I tend to feel like it would be more like, uh, <laughs> you know, Liam Neeson or, or, um, you know, or, some, you know, some, one of the older dudes, but, um, you know, I don't know. It's, it, there's, there's so few skiers, you know, now I guess they'd probably do a lot with computer generated graphics, which would probably help because, I don't think I'd even want to be the stuntman in my own movie. Um, <laughs> there's just a lot of carnage, and it's a real difficult thing to, to reenact. But um, you never know. We'll, 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 I'll pitch it. I'm, <laughs> I, I know a bunch of the, you know, a bunch of those guys. So maybe, maybe I can convince somebody. Ah, Tom Cruise does all his own stunts. Let's stick him on skis just for the <laughs> enjoyment of it. Let's just watch that. <laughs> Uh, you know, when I thought when we think about golf and and it, how does it translate to skiing? In other words, you know, in golf they tell you kind of like the smoother the better. I mean, if you can if you're smooth and swinging it, and, you know, and not over swinging and just kind of staying in your zone, you tend to hit it better. You tend to score better. Is that kind of the same in skiing? Is that if you did if you just kind of didn't push too too hard, but you kind of got to that edge? I mean, how did it work? Was smooth sometimes faster? Yeah, sometimes. I think it depends depends on your technique and lots of things. I mean, you could say that it, uh, on, you know, broad strokes about golf, but then you look at Bryson DeChambeau's swing and you, there's not a whole lot that's smooth about that thing. So, um, and he, he seems to do pretty well. That's a little bit more at- akin to my skiing style as I had to, I had to ramp it way up and it, it did not look like I was, you know, I wasn't a Freddie couples out there. Um, it was definitely, you could see the effort I was putting into it. Um, but I think more more so the comparison is in the confidence and second-guessing yourself, right? If you're in the middle of your golf swing and you're trying to think about what you're doing or you're concerned that you're about to shank in the trees or pop in the water or whatever, um, you generally do. Um, that's not a good way to swing a golf club. Just like in skiing, if you're skiing down and you're convinced you're about to cross your tips and face plant and go cartwheeling along, uh, you probably will. So a lot of it is getting your head in the right space and, and getting your confidence um, dialed in. And a lot of that has to do with equipment, you know, having equipment that, that you know, and trust and you, you have, you know, that's why everyone has a favorite club in their bag, right? If you have a tricky shot, you want to have one club where you're like, all right, this is the one, whether it's your, you know, <laughs> your rescue wood or your putter in my case. Um, but I think that's, that's a real, uh, you know, one-to-one comparison is skiing. You, you have to have confidence and you have to, um, you know, commit to what you're doing and not second guess yourself mid mid activity. Well, Bodie, as one of the uh, the greats of skiing of all time, we appreciate you coming on with us. And again, remind everybody that uh, get out to Revo.com, jump into the Bodie Miller's picks, and a portion of the proceeds for the collection goes to your Turtle Ridge Foundation. Yeah, I'd appreciate that. It's been a tough stretch for all the philanthropic efforts with all of our events being canceled, and the need is certainly not less right now. If anything, it's it's more. So definitely would appreciate it. All right, man. Thanks a lot. All right, guys. Thanks. Have a good one. Thanks.